0: hey everybody welcome to a grade the podcast where a college professor and a grade school teacher taste review and grade america's coffee roasters craft beer breweries and more and i of course am joe and i am also as always of course joined by
1: hi everybody i'm jackie
0: and normally we give a few pretty standard uh, updates or reminders about the podcast but we actually have some updates on our regular updates this week and that's because if you've been listening to us uh, over the past few weeks We've actually we were on a bit of a road trip and we were doing some grading of some places in Rhode Island and we've actually (laughs) changed and developed so much. Even I feel like in these past few weeks that we had to share some updates. So we're doing an episode between uh, our first couple of Rhode Island episodes and the last couple that we're going to release. So we're actually back on Long Island and we decided to visit a new coffee roaster that we found here. But again, we wanted to share some updates because there is a lot to update everybody on. So I guess for starters, uh, first of all, we have a new episode release time, right? We normally previously were releasing new episodes every Monday at 9 a.m. And we've actually updated that release time to every Monday at 7 a.m. And that's simply because based on feedback that we've gotten from listeners, a lot of people like listening to the podcast on their morning commute, in the car, on the way to work, whatever, And so if we release it at 7 a.m., obviously, that gives you time to download and listen at the very beginning of the week. So that was some good feedback I heard from some listeners, and we're going to implement that, right?
1: Absolutely. So 7 a.m. on Mondays, we'll drop the podcast each week.
0: Yep. And of course, you don't have to listen at 7 a.m. That's (laughs) the beauty of a podcast. It's not like a live radio show where, oh, you have to be up at the crack of dawn and listen, but you can start downloading it as early as 7 a.m. every Monday, every week. And we also have some updates with our Patreon account, patreon.com slash A Grade Podcast. If you go there, you can basically subscribe to help support the podcast. And I actually have received some questions about the Patreon of people who were interested in donating. And basically, again, it's a non-committal, essentially, weekly donation. So if you want to donate, for example, a dollar an episode, you can sign up and cancel at any point, right? It's not like a yearly subscription or anything like that. And we actually do offer now bonuses if you do uh, subscribe and donate, even as little as a dollar a week, I believe, an episode, I believe. Uh, So check out, again, patreon.com slash A-Grade Podcast. There's a few bonus content elements that you can engage with. If you're interested, there's a scoring report card where we have a list of all our grades and links to the episodes. There's also a uh, a photo kind of folder where we have behind the scenes photos and extra content that way. So lots more probably going on with that in the future, but we're already offering some extra content for some people who are interested, right?
1: Absolutely. And any of the money that we get on Patreon goes right back into the different places that we're going. We'll use it to buy the coffee that we review and the beer that we review.
0: Yes, the delicious coffee and the delicious beer. It does not come for free, unfortunately. No. Maybe if we get, start getting tens of thousands of listeners a week, places would just uh, give us stuff. But that's part of the point of the podcast. They don't obviously know that we're <laughs> going reviewing. around grading them. Um, so we're getting
1: that authentic experience. We're
0: getting the authentic experiences when we go to these places, right? And uh, speaking of authentic experiences, that leads us to just the last point before we dive into our roaster review for today, which was that we've actually been really excited by the feedback that we've gotten. Like I was saying, we've gotten feedback from a lot of listeners, uh, but we've also been getting feedback from some of the places that we've been grading, that we've been giving reviews for, which I was very... Uh, concerned with at first when I started getting DMs from some of these people because you never know how somebody's going to take your feedback, right? Uh, We know this as educators, right? Right. That can go, (laughs) you know, one of two ways usually. Uh, But so far, really, I've been very pleasantly surprised because all the feedback that owners of these businesses have given us have been very overwhelmingly positive. And in fact, even... Whether there are elements that we talk about on our episodes of things that we like about their uh, businesses or things that we would like to see more, you could even think of them as maybe critiques. They've been very receptive to and we've even seen on social media, they've actually implemented some of the changes that we've suggested. Yeah. Right?
1: It's been such an unexpected perk for me of doing the podcast is yeah. getting to interact with these business owners that are really passionate about what they do and what they're creating. And mm. it's been awesome to build those relationships. And anytime we go back to the places, we feel like we're making some some friends. And we're excited to go back to places that we've tried, especially when we're you know getting to know the owners.
0: Mm. Yeah. and And once more, I think that's sort of the point and purpose is that we're kind of trying to move beyond the the either praising or angry yelp review right which i know people in the restaurant business and other service industries who they uh they feel very strongly about yelp reviews because again whether they're good or bad they're very sort of just limited in in sometimes uh you know that that dialogue or, or uh, potential for actual dialogue so that's kind of the point of a longer slightly longer form podcast like this right where we can really explain why we feel how we feel and I, I think the it seems so far that the the owners of these businesses really appreciate so that thoughtful receptive. insight. Yeah, and it's funny. I was talking to a student in class the other day about exactly that, where she was saying how she we were analyzing articles and she said that she didn't know what to do because she doesn't like to be negative. And there was a lot to say about the article that she felt like needed to be improved upon. And I said, well, think of that, about it by recontextualizing your points as not trying to be negative, but as trying to be, Uh, sort of offering constructive criticism is usually the term you hear in academics and but it's true it's not just a cliche it's true that if you're very specific and detailed with why you feel like how you feel keeping in mind with what their purpose is what their goals might be uh i think people really appreciate that sort of uh, input and that's what we've seen right
1: yeah that's a really good point
0: yeah definitely so that's been a pleasure and uh we're looking forward to, I guess, hearing from more businesses. Hopefully, good things. I, I know at some point somebody's going to take something that we say the, the wrong way, but yeah. I think from our perspective too. Again, we're trying to show businesses that are doing, uh, especially smaller businesses. You know, we'll go to big breweries and and roasters along the way. We've already done a couple of uh, big ones, but uh, we like going to the small ones too, or small and big, just showing the you know ideally the better side of a lot of these places, right?
1: Yeah. And we've also gone to a lot of places that have not been open for that long, including yeah. the place that we're going to review today. So a lot of the feedback is things that places have room to grow in. And all the owners have been super receptive of that. And that's been such a pleasure to kind of have these conversations.
0: Yeah, and I guess that does take us to today's uh, Coffee Roaster, right? Yeah,
1: let's do it.
0: Yeah, Coffee Roaster Week. And usually we try to go back and forth between Coffee Roaster and Craft Beer Brewery. Uh, we're going to splice in some other types of places along the way. But every once in a while, you start to, again, we just kind of Google places if we're in a certain location in the country or just locally, you know, within an hour or two drive of us. And if a place stands out, we might do a couple of coffee roasters a couple of weeks in a row. And that's exactly what happened this week, right? We right. found a place called, uh, let me, I'm so bad with names. I hope I get it right. Kings Coast Coffee Roaster.
1: Absolutely. Coffee Company. Kings coffee company. Coast Coffee Company.
0: Okay, yeah. And this is a pretty local roaster, which we don't have a ton around by us. We live a couple hours outside of New York City. And so there's a lot of roasters in the city, but there's not a whole lot by us once you head out this far. So it's good when we find something like this. And again, it was I think it was pretty new, right?
1: Yeah, I think the baristas told us that they had a different location, but they're now in Bohemia, New York, and they've been there for about a year. And I had never heard of this coffee roaster before we went there. I actually had no clue it's there. And it's actually not that far from where both of us live. So that was an interesting experience, you know sort of jumping into atmosphere and ambiance, but it felt like kind of we were on vacation because I felt like we were in a totally different world.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think that's sort of what stood out to me. First of all, was that I had never heard of it and I didn't know what to really expect. I looked at a few pictures on Google and I thought it stood out as interesting because it had basically their sign or logo, whatever you want to call it, the King's Coast Coffee Company. vibe was this kind of pink neon neon script sign and i immediately thought of la vibes and california vibes and i should say with the caveat that i've been to a lot of places in this country i've been to most states now at this point i've never been to california somehow don't know how i've avoided we have to get there (laughs) but the fact that that's what came to mind yeah it's on the list for sure right the fact that that's what came to mind means that like okay if they are going for a california theme they've done something right because again i've never been there and that's immediately what popped up in my mind looking on their uh not so much their social media just like google reviews or whatever and pictures people had posted so if that's the vibe they're going for that's good. And it wasn't like there were surfer dude pictures or other things I associate with California, but just something about that sign stood out to me.
1: Yeah, all the colors were very sleek and clean, but then they had certain touches of pink for their signs, Yeah, which was really cool because the signs did stand out when you walked into the restaurant. And right above the menu was their pink sign when you first walk in. And the only other sign that was pink was the open sign. And your eyes kind of went right to that.
0: Yeah. And I think... I mean, if we're going to start by, so our four grading categories, we should identify for those of you who are joining us for the first time, right?
1: Yes. Uh, We have atmosphere and ambiance. Then we have service, coffee, and food.
0: Yeah. And of course, we'll each give our insight and grade for each of those categories. And then we will uh, kind of average out our grades for the overall podcast grade at the end. And I guess we can start with the first category or continue, right, which is atmosphere and ambiance. So uh, why don't you start with that? Because I'm curious what you think.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So first of all, it should be said that we had never been in the area of Long Island where this roaster was. And it was in a industrial complex in a brick building that we almost couldn't find it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's surrounded by other sort of uh, industrial area things. Wasn't there a strip club? Around the corner? There was. There was a strip club. A gentleman's or, club. A gentleman's club, sorry.
1: <laughs> across Kind of across the street.
0: Yeah. And also, we said right away that it looked like the type of place that would instead be a brewery, right? right? you We're used to going to places throughout the country. And sometimes you do find breweries in sort of pseudo-industrial parks like that because, I don't know, maybe like they're zoned for it like they can be more of a production facility right like it's yeah maybe cheaper i don't know i'm like glad you said that things
1: because there was a perk to that first of all the building was really big yeah so the the one side of the roaster was where you go in and you order your coffee and about three-fourths of it was this big giant window where you could see the roasting equipment through the window in the yeah. in three-fourths of the building kind of behind the counter where you order. And yeah. that was really cool and unique. That's something you can't do in a downtown area or you can't do in a lot of small coffee shops. Right. So there was a perk to being in this unique area
0: yeah and i i don't think i've again i've been to breweries that are set up in areas like that i don't think i've been to a coffee roaster though
1: no this was my first that looked like this and we will post some pictures on the patreon as well of well on instagram on and on instagram of these specific things that we're talking about
0: yeah definitely yeah, and that was my impression too when we pulled up. I was just kind of confused a little bit, but not necessarily in a bad way. Like it was just unique to me.
1: It was right? unique. Yeah. And then when we got inside, I'm just going to list list off kind of a couple of things that I really liked about the inside. First of all, there were white marble tables that were all set up perfectly by the windows, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. The second thing I really loved that we've seen at a lot of places, there were green beautiful big plants everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. The plants were pretty next level, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, it, it was such a cool vibe. The other thing that I loved was the music playing. There was an awesome coffee shop playlist on that was loud, but not too loud. And what was a good about the volume of the music, which is a really small thing, but Joe and I were the only people there drinking coffee. It
0: echoed. So
1: it <laughs> we echoed. echoed. We and echoed, yeah. if that music wasn't playing, yeah. I would have felt like either we would have had to whisper Yeah. or the baristas would have heard our entire conversation. That's
0: a great point. Yeah. So
1: the music being loud was a good thing, I think, mm-hmm. because first of all, it was cool, relaxing music. Like while we were yeah. there, Jack Johnson played, John Mayer played, Batchbox 20 played they had some very you can picture that vibe so that was really helpful actually that the music was playing because it was big high ceilings in this mm-hmm. industrial building yeah. that that our voices echoed
0: yeah it, it was so <laughs> unlike a lot of i think almost every coffee roaster we've been to so far around the country they're more so coffee shops or they, they feel like coffee shops with the addendum that obviously often they're doing the roasting there here it felt like a like an industrial roastery, which I'd never really been to. And I know, like obviously, like a larger roaster that ships nationwide. They that's probably what the setup is like. But and then there was the the sort of service shop where you could get beans and chill or, or whatever along those lines. So um, yeah, do you have any other thoughts on the atmosphere and ambiance?
1: It felt more like a brewery.
0: Yeah, which it was, was really it was, interesting. Yeah, it, it
1: was really interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance, that's sort of. It's funny, we were saying this in the car on the way home, because as I always say on the podcast, we don't talk about the grades or even really our thoughts. But I felt like uh, sometimes what I do say is I'm either very certain of my grades. Sometimes we leave a place and I say, I know exactly what my grades are going to be. Other times I leave a place and I say, I haven't even come close to calculating. And that's how I feel about this place this week. I sort of, you know, last week, uh, the last episode we did on Fundati. I felt as if, and I think you did too, that so confident. Yeah, you you pretty much knew your grade. There wasn't really much to sort of try to convince myself on. Whereas here, I honestly haven't really even settled on a letter, let alone a plus and minus letter grade for them. Uh, and I think it's because of all these factors. It was so different. I've never been to California. I've never been to a California themed coffee roaster. Yeah. I've never been to a coffee roaster in an industrial park. And these don't strike me as at all bad things. They're just sort of, it's very uh, new and, and fresh and in some ways original, which I guess is good. But I'm curious what you think because of that sort of assessment that I don't know what to think about some of this. So for example, the super high ceilings and just you have when you walk in the, the sign, which is beautiful and the menu kind of on the bottom right corner, but then there's this huge wall behind the counter. And you have the glass windows where you can see a little bit into the the roastery, whatever it's called, that area. But above it, you have this gigantic wall and nothing on it. Yeah. And granted, on the left, you have this awesome, beautiful sort of um, uh, what would you call it? It's like like a series of uh, co- like old coffee bean bags. The what material is that like uh, mesh? Hemp or something. It's like,
1: like like at school when you have field day and the kids go in sacks. the potato sacks.
0: Yeah, potato, <laughs> yeah, potato bean sack bags, and they had them <laughs> on they, the wall. They had them stretched over basically canvases, yes. a, as if they were paintings. And I thought that was what awesome. a touch. It looked yeah, beautiful. That was so cool. But then behind, right behind the counter, there was nothing.
1: I had a feeling that th- that was purposeful. I think so too. It felt yeah. like a minimalist vibe in there yeah i think that the you know i'm actually a little disappointed because when you look at their instagram the guy that is the owner in the roaster he seems super active on the instagram and i saw like actual pictures of him i was a little disappointed that he wasn't there that's getting into service but i would have really <laughs> liked to have talked to him a little bit because it oh, felt yeah. like there was a very specific minimalist clean sleek vibe the oh, place yeah. was spotless
0: it was very clean. It was yeah. clean. Yeah, it was very clean. But it was
1: also very quiet. It wasn't crowded. I yeah. was wondering, do a lot of people even know about this place?
0: Yeah, it, that was very strange to me, too, because I was actually worried because my initial impression when we looked it up was that, oh, this place is probably going to be slammed on a Saturday, essentially afternoon. I think it was like 12, it was
1: 11 o'clock.
0: No, it was it was probably 1230, one o'clock by the time we left. And I think the time that we were there, about an hour maybe, one person came in. One person and us. I think one person had left and we came in. So I was kind of surprised. Again, I was worried about getting there late and it's going to be crowded and that might kind of not tarnish, but just we won't get as much out of this service experience. But yeah, it was was super quiet. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of uh, surprised by that in a lot of ways. But I think, again, we didn't know about it. So that's why... I'm even more glad to do an episode because, well, I'll talk about my final thoughts at the end. Yeah. But uh,
1: before we, before yeah. you give a grade for atmosphere and ambiance, I have to know your thoughts on the bathroom was, because it was really unique. I was our bathroom corner. This is like the bathroom corner of the podcast. Like da da da. You bathroom. know, what's funny. <laughs> is
0: I was just going to say the same thing before I give my atmosphere <laughs> and ambiance grade, which I still don't know of. Uh, I need to talk about the bathroom. Yes. Because I. So, oh boy, this is probably. Um, one of the more unique bathrooms i've ever been in oh yeah i mean and i don't say that sometimes i say that and it's a bad thing (laughs) other times i say that and it's a good thing i say that this time and i don't think it's either Mm -hmm. maybe uh like like, there was an episode we did a few weeks ago where the bathroom confused me because there were like lights and (laughs) pull downs wires wires. like yeah wires (laughs) hanging out of the walls and like pull
1: if you're stuck it was like like, what
0: yeah it was like a carnival ride (laughs) or something. Uh, and that was not so great because I was very confused. This bathroom, I guess, it was still going for a California theme because there was
1: minimalist as well.
0: Well, there was that. What was it? Pink wallpaper or something?
1: Pink, um, flower.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't uh, like pink old person flower wallpaper. It was kind of hipper California flower. Again, I I am I like lost to describe leaf. this like pink California leaves. vibe, but it was California vibe, right? It was whatever and that then means.
1: There was like two. Cool looking pieces of art. Well, one was on the door, and then the other one was right across from the toilet where you sat down. You could see it was oh, like yeah. different types of coffee. Yeah. So it was very on. It was very on on brand. It it matched the decor of the rest of the place. It was clean.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I it mean,
1: had soap and toilet paper. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we've been places where the, they don't even have that much. No, it was
0: it was it was clean. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just a little confused by it. I like I like the on the outside of the door they had. This weird picture. I took a picture. So we'll put it. I did it, too. We'll put it of the plant people. We'll
1: put it up. Yeah. They
0: had like plant tops and people bottoms.
1: Very weird. It reminded me it of the cool. bike people with, with, or oh, the, the cup heads yeah. at a, at
0: a, the, the coffee peddler.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The first episode place we that did. We went to, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It was kind of that vibe. So I, again, this is confusing me because I'm like, should they have done more with the bathroom? Like, I, I like that picture on the wall inside of basically the different styles of coffee, but it was so small i had to like, go up really close to read it, and then I thought, "Why am I squinting to read stuff in a bathroom?" I don't know. I again, I'm just very thrown off. But I, I like it. But at the same time, there' nothing like uh, I've been in cooler bathrooms, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. where there's music playing and there's you know maybe a, give me a plant and you know different uh, uh, you know scents or hand sanitizers or you know it was just a very like kind of minimalist as per the design, clean bathroom yeah. uh, so i i thought again it was uh, it had a little character to it but it was i always say again there's good and then there's wow and i thought this was good
1: i i'm glad you said that because that was my thought too just overall the whole atmosphere and ambiance it was good yeah maybe even very good yeah i think so. but i didn't feel wowed i didn't walk in and say wow
0: yeah and i but it was still good i think that's part of it i i sort of was trying to figure out what the vibe there is supposed to Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. because in some ways it felt as if it's a production facility and they happen to be really trying to add that sort of service aspect to it. But I'm not sure to what extent because there, I mean, the seats were nice inside, but there were only a couple. Only two. Yeah, basically. And then outside there were some seats, but they were kind of in the sun. There were no umbrellas or shades or, you know, Mm -hmm. shade or anything like that. So again, uh, when we talk about coffee roasters, and this is why it's so important to emphasize with our grades that we're really looking at it through our our own lenses, right? Mm -hmm. Like our grades, I think in general, you can sort of take what you want from it based on what we say more so than the letter we prescribe to it because... It is coming from sort of what our expectations are, what we want, what we think they're trying to do. There's so many considerations to balance. So that's why I think even some listeners, sometimes they tell me, oh, you grade too harshly or you don't grade harshly enough. I'll have people say this, both of those things about an episode a grade I Give. And I understand why they think that. But in general, I think it's more so the degree of sort of what we feel like in terms of the positive positivity or positive engagement we have with the place. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like, for example, a roaster like last week we went to with Fundati where you feel like you could hang out, bring some work, chill, read. Like there was none of that there. There were no books. There were no like cool, cozy corners. Uh, Even outside, I mean, there were places we go to there's live music there's there's things going on so again that's not to say that they need to be doing those things even or they have to be doing those things but a roaster that does do those things stands out to me even more that wows me more i agree so uh, do you have any other thoughts on that atmosphere and ambiance
1: no i think that's a really good point i was comfortable sitting there but i think if it was more crowded i might not have been because i would have felt like we were taking up seats yeah right because there weren't a lot so yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I mean, I, I think I have a grade.
0: I think I have a grade, too. And I I don't know if it's the right grade, but I think it's definitely and we've been to a lot of roasters at this point where I didn't. Uh, uh, my default is kind of ask, like, did I feel comfortable? And I definitely did. Me, too. So I'm going to go with B.
1: That was my grade as well. Really? A B. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't, it didn't blow me away. The plants were really cool. The space was really clean. I thought it was great. I felt comfortable. Yeah. It was great. I think B is really fair. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. We sat for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, and this it's is a little an, quiet. I, well, this is another point too. Sometimes people have different interpretations of grades. So yeah. they'll be like, well, a B means above average or a B means good. And it's important to note like, well, what are you really saying when you say a B? And I think in this case, it's both. I think mm-hmm. in this case, I, it was above the average of what I've seen at Coffee Roasters, and I think it was good. I, again, I've been to other places where I'm blown away from other elements that they have, which you'll continue to see because we'll we'll continue to go to some places with atmosphere and ambiance that we describe as A's, right? And
1: you'll hear the... When we do describe as an A, I think you hear the excitement in our voice.
0: Yeah. And,
1: uh, and I'm not sure that excitement yeah a level is there for me but i really enjoyed it yeah and and
0: again it's not a bad thing it's just i appreciate a
1: really clean safe place like that so
0: yeah which i think it is and it was unique so
1: yeah i think a b is a really fair i'm kind of glad we agree on that i think b is really fair
0: yeah fair enough and that leads us to of course service the second category
1: start us off with service
0: well, so service was interesting because I had no idea, but the barista working there, because again, this was only half an hour away. I actually knew her from another local coffee shop uh, from a couple of years ago. Uh, she worked at this other coffee shop. So we, she actually recognized me and I recognized her. So that was kind of funny, right? Um, and that will happen sometimes when you go to local places. And that's the first time it's happened with a place that we've reviewed on the podcast where I said, oh, my God, I know who, I, we know each other. Joe
1: is kind of like the mayor. I feel like everywhere we go, he knows like 10 people. And I'm always like, hi, I'm Jackie. My brother my brother's <laughs> going to be
0: outraged to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Because he's the mayor. And I've sort of now am... Like uh the honorary, ba- yeah, honorary Your backup, honorary mayor, backup mayor. He's living on the west coast, but uh, <laughs> we have that mayor gene in us. I think
1: I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah. everywhere just we know go, us, yeah.
0: people just know I us. I always
1: have to be prepared. I got a guy.
0: You need a guy. I got you a guy. Always... I, you need a barista. I got yes. a barista. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so that was that was kind of cool, and I had to immediately think, oh my god, I can't let this affect my service, which is score. very hard. And service grade, which I think, but I think it was fine. Um, you know, in general, I thought the service was was fine. Like I thought it was, it was pretty good. Uh, I, of course, always try to get a pour over, coffee pour over, which for those of you who haven't heard of that, it's just an open vessel brewing method where you pour the water over beans out in the open as opposed to shoving them in a drip coffee pot and slapping down the lid. So it's supposed to feature the flavor profiles of the beans much more. And if you are a roaster, roasting super fresh, flavorful beans, you want to obviously feature the best flavor profiles of those beans. So that's why a pour over method option makes sense at a coffee roaster. And they did have that. And usually my next question then is, what do the baristas recommend? And she basically, you know, she suggested that I, she said that she likes the light roast and I did. And they had a bunch of options, but they didn't have what I really like at a roaster uh, when you, that feature pour overs where they have beans that they've selected for pour over. So that was something that we, Uh, have noticed that probably our favorite A-grade coffee roasters, I mean, we noticed that last week at Fandati, right? Yes. Where she specifically didn't just choose a light, medium and dark roast for the three pour over options, but she chose specific beans within those categories that she felt like worked really well. And that was really cool. And of course you can use other beans, but you know, you can tell that she's testing and trying those and as part of perfecting the process. Again, she still recommended, you know, like maybe a light roast. And she said, if you go over there, you can pick whichever one. And when I asked her what she thought of the the Yurgachev, the Ethiopian, she said she loves that one. She was spot on with the flavor profiles, describing the flavor profiles. So that always gives me confidence as a customer that they know what they're doing when they actually know the flavor profiles of the beans. Uh, so I was very happy with that. And I was also very happy that I think they remade my pour over. Did you pick up on that?
1: No, I didn't. But I did notice it took a while. I, it took longer than normal. I, I,
0: might, I might be wrong. And usually a pour over takes a, a little bit longer, which is also why a lot of non-coffee roasters and even coffee roasters don't do it. But... I I thought that maybe they redid it. And I wonder if it's because, again, something went awry in the process. I may be totally wrong, but it did take longer, right? It
1: did. It took about double the time. So I didn't think about it until you're saying it now. But yeah, yeah, it did take double the time.
0: I think that's what was happening. But I actually don't mind that if that's the case. And I actually really appreciate it. That's If that's the case, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think,
1: you know, having to do with service in this one. I did not go over there and watch them do the pour over like I sometimes like to do and have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. I just wasn't feeling that vibe in this place.
0: Yeah. I mean it was it was very much I mean they and they were they were friendly, they were definitely Absolutely. knowledgeable. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, I didn't
1: feel like a vibe where I was gonna stand up there and talk to them kind of like we did last week at Fondati.
0: Yeah. And and, and we've done at other places. At other places. Too,
1: yeah. And for me that's what takes a place from a grade service to an a grade service yeah right
0: and, um, that, the, and that's also what happens when the the roasters themselves are there usually too oftentimes not always i mean we've been to places where the baristas are or, and and even at uh craft beer breweries right where the who, who's ever beer tending is all over with uh, they know everything about yes. what's going on and and they were definitely knowledgeable but again i I, yeah, I sort of agree i didn't sort of feel that like intensity of engagement uh, that you always get uh- and like
1: we said it's not fair to be going right after <laughs> an a-grade but i did kind of have that in mind like you yeah. know comparing it to these a-grade places yeah i wish the roaster was there and yeah. again that might again like we say when we're grading you're going at a specific time we might have got a different experience if the roaster was there yeah. like i said he was so engaged on the social media that i wanted i was looking forward to meeting the roaster and talking yeah. to him yeah. He might have been there in the back. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to pe- like peek in the back. And that's the thing, too. I've been to roasters where they will say, come check out the equipment. And I we're bet doing. if he was there, we might have had yeah, that experience. But again, we we just we didn't get that, which uh, is why I don't like to to necessarily penalize places. But you have to go with what your experience is. Uh, so I'm I, I think I have a fair service grade for this.
1: Yeah. What are you going with?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with B. I think that's very fair. Um, And I think, again, it's sort of... We say this sometimes on the podcast, where if you get a sense that when you go back, it's going to be at least as good, if not better. Sometimes you go to a place and you sort of feel like, I think we got lucky we had good people working that day. I think, again, we did have good people working that day. But if we go back another day, we might get the head roaster or one of the other roasters or whoever, and we could engage even more. So I think if we went on another day it might be even higher and that's why i i think b for me is a very fair grade
1: Uh, i think for me and again i this is not a bad grade but i think i'm going to go with a b minus okay and it's not a bad grade remember c is average so this is above average service experience but it feels you know compared to an a grade experience again i wasn't a hundred percent comfortable um, to even talk and and again this is not a knock on the girls that were working they were super friendly
0: so you're trying to say that you but hated I think, it no, <laughs> <I> <laughs> no i'm not feel
1: as like i feel like maybe even if you didn't know them like i'm not sure how much engagement we would have had at all
0: that's true yeah
1: and so i feel like b minus it was good it, i almost want, would even say like it was fine yeah. <laughs> Which is a C yeah. in my mind, but yeah. I think it was a little better than fine. So yeah, I think so. Too. I, I think yeah. a B minus for me is like where I'm at with service.
0: Yeah, I I think that's reasonable as well. I think it's probably fair to say it's in that range. And again, I think I am, as I said earlier, sort of confident that I think if you go, you're going to have at least uh, a good service experience, if not better, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and especially yeah. if the ro- you know, the roaster's there, I would have loved to seen that dynamic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think for that reason, that's why it's a place that. I would want to go back to for those reasons, right? Yeah, same. Okay, well, that brings us to the all-important third out of four rubric categories, which is, of course, drum roll, Coffee. Coffee, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Well, I already talked a little bit about the pour-over, so why don't we start with you and your latte?
1: Okay, my latte was really good. I enjoyed my latte. There were a couple of things that I want to say about the latte. Number one is they had really fun fall specials, so I was able to get an apple a caramel apple spice latte the one thing i do say about the latte though was i didn't really taste the flavors that much i tasted Mm. kind of the coffee and the oat milk Mm -hmm. but not a lot of the flavor came through
0: yeah i didn't know what to think of the latte i liked it but again it it didn't rise to me to that category that i've been at with other roasters where I feel that the, we always describe it. Usually when we give an A grade, we say we will actually be at the place and we'll try a coffee and we'll say, wow, yes. out loud. And Literally. also
1: for me, the perfect latte to me is when you can taste each individual part of the latte, the flavor, the oat milk, the little bit of oat and the espresso. Mm. And for this one, I feel like I tasted kind of the espresso and the milk, but yeah. But the flavor wasn't super strong, which yeah. is a better alternative than just tasting the flavor and not the coffee. I will say that. Yeah. And the flavors were all made in-house, which I appreciate. Yeah. I also noticed they had like honey and maple syrup that you could get. So they had a lot of good latte selections, but I think it was just, it was a, I wrote down in my notes, actually, it was a slightly above average latte. It was mm-hmm. very good is what I wrote in my notes.
0: Yeah. And not I,
1: great, not A grade, just a very good latte.
0: And I'm curious then what you thought, because I sort of felt similar about the latte myself. And I'm I don't consider myself to be a latte expert. I consider you. <laughs> so that's interesting to hear from your perspective because it does sort of align with my what my assessment was. But I'm curious what you think of the pour over too, because I thought the pour over was uh, really pretty good.
1: I thought it was great. I thought the pour over was actually better than the latte.
0: I thought so too. Yeah.
1: The pour over was really smooth.
0: Yeah. And smooth, especially as it cooled down. That was a point that I was mentioning uh, while we were there that sometimes you got to let a pour over cool a little Mm -hmm. bit to really get those flavors come out. And I thought we really did. So I honestly would put it up there with a lot of the pour overs we've had across the country. I agree. Even. It I was a really it, good pour-over. Yeah, I don't think it was the best I've ever had, but that's, again, that's an insane metric when you think about the entire country that we've been across <laughs> trying different pour-overs. And once more, as I also said, it's still up there with, with some of those other ones.
1: I, I also think there was something really, what I really liked about the pour-over was that they would allow you to pick any of their beans, which you said could be sometimes a detriment, like you like when they highlight the beans. Mm-hmm. But there's something cool about, like if you live close and you go to this this roaster quite a lot you could have whatever bean you want she literally yeah. said look at our shelf of merchandise
0: yeah and but you, you could also yeah. but you could also do that and still have beans that you suggest that's true like i could, see what you mean you i could, see what, yeah yes. you, you could yes. have beans like that you feature for different pour over options and then say well yeah if you want to do whatever you know you, you can do it that way so again i i kind of like that better that method where you do have the the basically choices that they give but having said that and i knew to pick the right one i knew to pick a, a yurgachev uh ethiopian, ethiopian bean because those are usually fantastic for pour overs if i didn't know any better and i said oh i like this espresso bean usually it might have been a disaster
1: and i'm not sure that like i don't you know. know we would have got any any feedback about if that was the right choice or not
0: right and and she did say but it's because i sort of knew to engage on that level so this is where it gets difficult for me and and i should have Thought that more with service too, because if am I grading based on the fact that I know a little bit about pour overs versus if I didn't, I saw it on a menu and I said, "What do you recommend?" You're supposed to be the expert, and they said, "Well, I like light." It's like, "Well, which one is is sort of the best, right?" So, I think it's hard for me to say in terms of overall coffee grade. Do you have any other thoughts?
1: Um, no, I feel the same way about coffee as I do about atmosphere and ambiance. To be honest,
0: yeah, I mean, I thought again, so all right deep breath uh, I'm I'm still see you're lucky because you usually calculate grades beforehand
1: you're you're percolating I just percolate. like a cup of coffee I'm
0: I'm literally what, what, circling my hands around my head you are
1: what is it called <laughs> when when you when the coffee's uh the coffee's being made in the pour over brewing duh but like you're percolating like the beans <laughs> okay just, brewing like the beans
0: <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I am I'm brewing I'm brewing I'm stewing uh I don't know. Uh, You want me to go?
1: Yeah, go first.
0: I'm going to go. Again, I default to the pour over and how that tasted. I think it was great. But because, again, I think I maybe got lucky. But again, maybe if I chose anything else, it would be fantastic. I'm going to go B+. Because I'm going with my pour over experience. And I thought it was really, really great. But those other sort of factors uh, kind of, again, they just stand out as different from what i would normally expect or hope for at some other roasters but that's as we keep saying it's not necessarily a knock on the place it's just again a, a difference and uh, a difference in terms of opportunities of that uh for lack of a better term bean experience i'll call it I so know. yeah what do you think <laughs>
1: i'm going to get it i'm going to go with my gut which was a b oh, okay. because of interesting. my because of my latte it was just a very good latte
0: interesting all of
1: the whole coffee experience was above average I probably wouldn't ever get a pour over anywhere. So like I leaned more towards the latte for my overall But this overall was a good pour over, wasn't it? It was a really good pour over. Yeah, yeah. If I were looking for a pour over, this is a place that I would go. 100%. It was a really good pour over. It was really smooth. My latte was good. I'd like to try some of their other options, but I feel like it was B grade. It was really good.
0: Yeah. All right. Fair a enough. A B is great. Yeah, you hate it. I understand.
1: <laughs> I'm totally not. I, you would know if I'm hating on a place.
0: Oh yeah, we would know if you're hating <laughs> you on a place.
1: Even if we're not unplugged, we we have had feedback where people have been like, "I could tell Jackie really didn't like that place." Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the case. I actually liked. My I favorite, liked it here. It favorite, just wasn't like yes. a great. My you favorite know?
0: feedback so far was, uh, you said something about how a place said, "Get your coffee and get the heck out," and the per, the, <laughs> the fan said. I could tell she wanted to say something different. And I was like, oh, yeah, she did say something different before yeah. we recorded.
1: <laughs> I did not feel that way about, about this place. I didn't no. feel like I needed to get the heck out.
0: <laughs> no, we definitely didn't need to get and the heck out. But we sat for a while. Yeah. Um,
1: I definitely think that I want to go back and try some more of their pour overs and their lattes because I think I would actually maybe have a higher score if I had got a different latte. Yeah. Like if I got a, I I want to try a maple syrup latte because they yeah. have a natural maple syrup there. And I really want to try some of their other options. I think there's room for me to hit that B plus, A minus grade level here at this place. Sure. The coffee was probably my favorite part of the experience.
0: Which is ideally what you want in a coffee roaster experience, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings us to the last category, which I always say is the kicker. It's not the most important to me, but we do factor it in. And that's, of course, is the food, which honestly... You know it's funny last night we were hanging out with a friend and we told him that we're going to this new coffee roaster tomorrow and I don't know why but he kind of I think suspected. He said you uh, he said oh are you going to grade them based on the food and I said absolutely and he said you know you can't always grade a coffee roaster based on their food and I said oh watch me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, this
1: was probably my biggest disappointment.
0: And again, I understand that's maybe not the vibe they're going for. But how many coffee roasters have we been to where even if they don't have a full... Well, we
1: should say they had no food.
0: Well, that's not true. Even if a place doesn't have a full full a full full a service menu. See, I can't even speak. Uh, that's how disappointed I was by the lack of food. <laughs> now, if they don't have a full service menu, they still have... Uh, they maybe coordinate with the local bakery and they get killing baked goods that sometimes pair with different coffees. This place, bizarrely enough, had I think pirates' booty at yes. the counter. Did you see that? Yes. Uh, I think like some sort of bar or nuts or something. It was like bar food, like bar snacks at a at a brewery that doesn't serve food. Yes, that's and normally what you find. There
1: was a little um, tub of pre made like oatmeal, like oh, not yeah. even pre made. It was no those like, little store. oatmeal. It packets. was like they went to like BJ's or yeah. Costco and like picked up
0: yeah.
1: a like twenty four pack of granola bars, a twenty four pack yeah. of pirates' booty, yeah. booty, a twenty four pack of oatmeal and just like stuck it in places. Yeah.
0: Which I understand. I think that's going with the vibe that this is more of a place where you get coffee and if you want a snack because you're going to work, maybe that's sort of the vibe. But my my roaster experience with food is usually I mean there's some killing places that are just Man, doing they're awesome baked stuff goods. They're baked goods or or even full breakfast menus. And I
1: actually think it's going to hurt your business to be honest. Cause a lot of people grab coffee and breakfast before work. Yeah. Uh, like like I know some coworkers that, you know, go to Dunkin Donuts in the morning because they can get a you know, like I wouldn't go to Dunkin Donuts in the morning, but like people oh, do that because to go to they get, in the That <laughs> you could get like food and and a coffee yeah, and of if course. you're like on the way to work, you actually have to stop somewhere else to get food. And it was actually what we did. We went on a Saturday morning and we had to go somewhere else for food after. So we're at the coffee roaster sitting at a table looking up on our phone somewhere to eat.
0: Yeah, which is just a different vibe. And it's not... uh, I'm defaulting to what I want. (laughs) <laughs>
1: me too. So you might not agree with this specific yeah. grade and that I we're going to give here, but see, it is part of the experience I for me. See,
0: yeah. I could see even the, the business owners like saying, well, that's not what we do. That's not what we want to do. That's not what we're trying to do. And I think 100% respect to that. That's fine. Uh, but that is, again, something that a lot of people, I think, might, might look for when they're deciding. If you're deciding between two coffee roasters, and this one has no nothing essentially and another one has well at least some like really cool oh look at this local bakery we coordinate with or we make whatever in house or whatever the case is again that's that's something that a lot of people are going to consider so i think it was kind of uh weirder even that there were those kind of bar food optiony things mm-hmm. because uh, who gets pirates booty and coffee that was like really strange. one of the most bizarre pairings i could possibly think of and if you do have stuff i would have liked cool california themed nonsense whatever that is which i still don't know but i don't know granola stuff more or more granola stuff and i don't know what do californians eat like grass and uh, (laughs) seaweed or something seaweed that's a snack
1: seaweed is a great snack i was eating it last night night. it was delicious
0: if they had a coffee flavored seaweed or something (laughs) that's what i expect a california themed coffee roaster to have (laughs) I guess,
1: and we did go to a California diner after. It's a
0: weird morning. It was a
1: weird morning. Weird
0: morning. <laughs> I did more California stuff in two hours than I've done in my a entire life, life. <laughs> so far. Uh, so I, I do think I have to give a, a food grade. I don't know. I and I, I am going to wait that a little bit in my overall experience. But I always say food isn't necessarily as um, big of a deal to me quite as much as. The coffee itself as the service, as the atmosphere. But it is important, I think. So I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know how I give it higher than something in the D range, obviously. I agree. I agree. So, and again, I'm not a granola. Was it granola or yogurt that they had?
1: They had had oatmeal. Oatmeal. But it was just, you have to like put in water or milk and put it in the microwave. It was microwavable oatmeal. It wasn't even like, they didn't even have any like.
0: Okay. I know my grade. And it was
1: like, I think a kind bar.
0: Okay. I know my grade yeah i'm I'm gonna go d okay i I don't know i'm (laughs) gonna do do you have what
1: i'm gonna do something i haven't done on this podcast yet yeah Uh, how do i give a d even when they don't have any food options again i'm not going to consider this too high in my overall grade but i'm giving an f for food
0: Wow, F for food. You can't just do that because it's alliterative. You know that. No,
1: I feel really bad, but I cannot even justify a D. They didn't have anything. But see,
0: this is why I disagree with you because. You could disagree with me, but I'm going to buy it. I do disagree with you because let me ask you this. If you're giving that an F, what do you do now when you go into a coffee roaster and they have food on display and there's ants crawling all over it? What do you give that? Minus. There is no F minus. There are different
1: shades of F. No,
0: there's not. Yes, there are. And F is failing. There's no F plus. What are you talking about? (laughs) You've given an F plus?
1: When you grade a paper. Is that good or bad? No, no, no. When you grade a paper, you might read two totally different papers and give them an F for two totally different reasons.
0: But it's only because there's ants all over the paper.
1: I could give an F for ants and an F for having no food. It's two different reasons to come to the exact same score.
0: I don't know about that. I I people feel like people in the audience. <laughs> I feel like
1: <laughs> come to come to my defense here. Comment I on Instagram. I feel I feel as if there's a lot of places
0: that that you would walk into, and you would see. Oh, there's uh, maybe we haven't been to enough of these places, but I feel like I've seen some stuff in my travels.
1: We've been to a place where flies were F landing flies. on people's faces.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I mean. There there are places but
1: that could be an F, just like. A place where we didn't get our food, so we walked out. Those are two Fs for two different reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But I I feel as if I could only give an F if they had food and it was actually bad. You know what I mean? I'm going to
1: stand by my decision that any
0: place
1: place I go that does not offer me food at a coffee roaster or a brewery is going to get an F for food. For food. Well, there was food.
0: You just didn't like it. Yeah, it's technically it's like,
1: food.
0: All right, you you do you.
1: <laughs> I'm the critic today.
0: <laughs> I know that's fine. That's 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 reasonable. I just I can't wait for a much more horrific food experience, and you try to give something an F minus, and I'm just like that's not a thing.
1: <laughs> no, I'll still give it an that's F. Not, did
0: you do that in grade school? Do you give F pluses and minuses? No, no an F is just an F. It's no, just but a I would. I would fail. I see what you're saying. A kid though, that like, got
1: everything wrong, and I would also fail a kid that saying. handed in a blank assignment. So, like, it's two different reasons to I give see, an yeah, F, right. but, like, I'm still going to give both of those students right, an so F. So,
0: if you were to give it a, a number grade or a percentage grade, this place might be a, a 60, and right. a place with flies and, and cockroaches and ants might be a 40.
1: <laughs> yes. Right? Okay.
0: All right. I see what you're saying. Or, that like, makes you know, sense. like,
1: the range yeah. of an F is really big, so I'm going to stick by my F. And, again, it's not going to go that high into my overall rating.
0: Yeah, me too. But
1: yeah. I, I'm still going to give an F for okay. food. It's my first F of the podcast.
0: Yeah, I've, you're you're coming in hot. <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna lie, my you're heart my hot, heart but. was racing a little before I gave an F because I really liked this place. Yeah, so I feel fine. well, like I, was I, I don't want it to be like an overall assessment of the place or like you know anything like that. But I I wish there was food. I really do. Yeah. I that, wish there was food options. I think
0: that might just not be the vibe that they're going for, but. Again, that's, as we were saying earlier, that's the difference between a place that does have a different type of roaster vibe that we really like, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Might not just be for everybody. That's fine. F for fine. F for fine. Or whatever. It's just good to know. <laughs> All right. What's our tally here?
1: Okay. So our tally is for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B, I gave a B. For service, Joe gave a B, I gave a B minus. For coffee, Joe gave a B plus, I gave a B. For food, Joe gave a D, I gave an F.
0: Okay, I think I know my grade.
1: I think I know my I overall I'm, I think I'm grade comfortable. as well.
0: Okay, I think I'm comfortable. Me too. Uh, I, I'm between wait, two. Wait, do I? I'm between two. I think we're between yeah, the same two. <sharpìn trabalho> oh, no. And I think I know what's about to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: I think I know what score you're going to yeah, give. you do. And I think you know what score yes, I'm going to give. I do. And I kind of agree with your <laughs> score more.
1: <laughs> I love how we didn't even say our scores <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I, I agree with your
0: score. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, okay, three, two, one in our scores. I'm ready. Okay, three, Three, two, two, one, B B minus. Yep, I knew you were were going to say B minus. (laughs) You sick, sick freak you. I knew you were going to say that. And I will say as well, I think, so usually we give our individual grades and then we try to say, okay, what's the podcast's overall average? And sometimes it's easy. If we both give a B, then it's a B. If I give a B and you give a C plus, it's a B minus. Here, we're kind of in between because we have a B minus and a B. What does that average out to?
1: You know, I feel like for this shop, um, I would like. I, I think overall we should average it out to a B because the coffee was so good.
0: I was. I think th- that's fair. I was going to think we should average it out to a B minus <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> F for food.
1: F for food, right? So maybe a B minus is more fair. Like, and when we talk about like an overall recommendation, just make sure you know when you're going to this spot that there is no food.
0: Can I write that on our official spreadsheet? Yeah. B- because uh, you No we have to come up With a podcast grade We have to come up with grade. A podcast grade We have to have a, a legitimate podcast grade You feel strongly About the B I, I, I want to know Do you feel strongly About the I, B overall I,
1: I think so Because the coffee's good the coffee was really yeah, okay. good And because I want to go back
0: Okay yeah. B B for uh, B. B for Beyond Bad uh, I don't know The uh, coffee's wearing off What
1: what if What if it's like A B with With a, uh, a little asterisk That says Just know there's no food <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's worse. I'd rather take the B minus and just that's
1: true. not have somebody say that about me. That's true. I think a B is fair. I think
0: B is fair. And yeah, also, I want to go back.
1: I, you know, I think the roaster has a vision of a minimalist environment. It was a
0: really cool, unique spot, and it was yeah. a really
1: cool, unique spot. I want to go back and try some more things. So I feel like a B minus might do a little disservice. Um, I think a B is a fair score. Yeah.
0: And I should say, for the record, you know, we're just this is how we feel on this day I, I and i would say again i would highly recommend this place sometimes we grade a place and we say oh it was a c or c minus or even lower and we're kind of like well that's it this week <laughs> you know go
1: a little bit further go to a different place yeah but yeah. in
0: this case i would highly recommend you check it out because they have great coffee and it's definitely a really interesting really unique vibe and it, it is honestly a cool unique spot so yeah, check it out, Kings Coast Coffee Company.
1: Yes, um, yeah. I would also recommend it. I think if you're in the area of Bohemia, New York, you should definitely get a cup of coffee. If it's not crowded, sit in there. There's some really good music. Um, yeah, it was really clean, really sleek. I yeah. I liked it. I, I yeah. did like it. I would go back. So I feel like a B is a fair score. You know. Yeah, I could see score. buying
0: bags of beans from them too. Me too. That would be a cool place to buy beans, but. And uh, if you want to see our, our full full scorecard, I think we're going to actually write down B. But uh, you can verify that if you... Join us on Patreon. Yes, you can. Because you'll have access to our official scorecard with all our other grades for all the other episodes and links to them. So we'll Patreon.com slash A grade podcast, right?
1: Yeah, we'll also put up some pictures, some extra pictures that don't make it on our Instagram. Um we took a lot of pictures of different things that we talked about, such as the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. the potatoes. You're side. gonna want to see pictures yeah. of this bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so and you know, some of the cool pink neon signs might not make it on the Instagram but they'll be on our Patreon
0: yeah definitely uh, check it out hit us up on Instagram too. just search for us Uh, we're called a grade podcast on Instagram meeting a lot of cool people whether other companies or individuals fans it's pretty wild right
1: yeah and we have some really you know just talking to people we have some really good ideas for different unique types of episodes to come and we're really excited to keep going to these different places and give such give some more content
0: Yeah, we have some really, man, the master list of coffee roasters and craft beer breweries is quite extensive now. And we actually, we were saying we have plans to do even more episodes, like two episodes a week eventually if uh, we get enough traffic, which uh, it's crazy, or more and more, I think we just hit some milestones a thousand followers on instagram 500 downloads between all our podcast platforms and it's only episode what eight now Mm -hmm. which is pretty wild so uh, like share and subscribe share with your friends uh if you like us again uh you think we're a grade check us out on patreon like we said Uh, hit us up if you have any recommendations a lot of people have been doing that too giving us really cool recommendations on our Instagram we are writing them down yeah we're writing them
1: down we're adding them to our master list so we will make it to these places and you know as we as you said if we get more traffic we'd love to do two episodes a week
0: yeah Uh, one day one day one day if we if we do an a-grade job (laughs) you never know
1: yes
0: (laughs) and i think that's everything do you have anything else
1: no thank you to everybody who listened um and we're looking forward to next week
0: yeah looking forward to next week looking forward to the end of the year we have some fun ideas to wrap up this first year of this podcast and uh hope hope you join us next monday as always uh episodes drop at 7 a.m every monday morning you can listen to it of course any point from then on but uh that's that's our plan moving forward so until next time thanks again as always for listening and your feedback and just everything and uh until next time stay safe out there drink well be well and hope to see you next time bye bye -bye.